1: Welcome back in. We're going to get right back to your phone calls at 508-996-0500. You can also send app chat messages via the WBSM app. And you can use the open line voicemail feature if you'd like to record what you want to say. And then I can listen to it during the news or during a commercial break and play it when we come back on the program. Uh, Just to clarify, I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I was discussing with Mary there. Uh, First of all. She's got, in her mind, she thinks she already knows what's going on here. We love Jessica. She does a fantastic job. We are so happy that even though, as she mentioned, you know, she's going to be looking for a a regular, you know, full-time job, that um, she still is committed to doing Saturdays and filling in if she can because we love her. We think that she's great. We think that she's a star. We just can't keep that program going right now. That's all that it is. It's nothing against her. It's not. If it was Marcus and Crystal in that time slot, we'd have to make the same decision. So, again, it's nothing against her. We saw that this was a potential possibility when we started the summer off and we had her come in and take over in the summer. And we said, let's just see what happens at the end of the summer. And that's all that it is. It's nothing against her. It's nothing against the program itself. It's just not viable for us to keep it on there with syndication contracts that we have to follow, NFL game contracts that we have to follow. We knew that there was a risk when we started South Coast tonight, a little over a year ago. We knew that there might be some issues down the line, and that's just all that's happened. So we have uh we have all of the faith in the world in Jessica. This is not because she's conservative. we're taking her off the air that has and and by the way, her and I agree on a lot of things too. You've probably heard her mention it a few times here and there. We agree on a lot of things, so it's not like she's that far out there from some of the things that I think. It's nothing to do with her. And if we could keep her on, if we could create more time in the day, I'd love to be able to do that. But unfortunately we can't, but that's all right because, and she, she said it last night. You know, I told her at the beginning of the summer when we offered this, I said, hey, listen, if, if you need to do something, Different for your family. Do that. Take care of your family first. And we're glad that she was able to to balance things out and adjust things so that we could keep the show going at least through the summer. But, you know, this is just the direction that we're going in. And again, uh, I will say, and I don't mean this to sound like a cop-out, these decisions happen at a level higher than me. Many of the decisions (laughs) I'm left here to discuss with you happen at a level higher than me. So I'm just here to, uh, to do what needs to get done. And then people will say, well, you say that you're the brand manager now. That, that, that basically means that I'm, I'm the one that has to program the the computer and I have to write all the uh, bumpers and all the imaging and all that kind of stuff. I don't have the real power. The real power comes way above me. <laughs> 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good
2: morning, Tim. It's Getty. Hey, good morning. You know what? I don't know what I missed because um, I talked to just last night, but I was on my way into Plymouth, which I am, um, and I can get the show because I'm my stepbrother, which is down the other end of Plymouth. And God, I'm hearing the show today because this—I oh my God—I did not hear this. This is like a death to me. <laughs> I know she'll be there on Saturday. But, um, yeah, and she did forewarn us all that um, it was just a seasonal job. Mm-hmm. But I thought they would at least kept her on from the days with the NFL and then the Thursday night games and whatnot. Um and then you're telling me uh, Mark is gonna be doing the fill in? How come she couldn't just stay doing the fill in? Why switch that off?
1: Who mark who? What?
2: What I didn't you mention the oh, name? Uh
1: Mark Mark Levin. No, we're just yes. gonna we're gonna move that show back instead of uh, airing at ten PM it'll air at seven PM. Wow. Okay. So that's um, those are all syndicated shows that were contracted to run. So we're right. gonna we're gonna just move that back. Right. Okay. So who's gonna take his time slot then? Charlie Kirk will also get moved back. Everything's just gonna get shifted back. But there's always gonna be an open spot. There's there's an hour at four a.m. that we're gonna fill with a different show. Oh well, I
2: don't listen to that. But so um yeah, i it's um, I mean I'm half I I I had all brothers. I I love listening to her talk. It's it, you know, but, I mean, I still got her on Saturday, so it's mm-hmm. not a total death. Yep. Um, but I know she You also said Harry, Harry Carr's uh, assistance came back from her maternity leave. Yep. So,
1: well, no, I, it's his, it's one of his producers and, and the host of the other show. Grace. Yep.
2: Yeah, right. So she's back because I heard her on the radio with him. Um, but so what I wanted to ask you, I'm not here to top anything off on you. Because I know, like you said, Michael is, you know, there's higher-ups that make these decisions. And other employees are going to be changing their time slots. They might not be thrilled with it, but they want to keep their jobs. So I know there's a little turmoil with everybody. But what I wanted to ask you is, can we um, still do the meet and greet for everybody? So
1: Oh, we still are. Yes, absolutely. And, and Jessica will still be there as part of it, for sure.
2: Well, yeah, because I think, like, for a lot of us now, we might not stay up for that um, time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think like it would be yeah really nice if we still did that to everybody. And you know Mary's anger and pain. I'm listening. I was my my stepbrother's having a, a medical procedure this morning, so I was trying to be really quiet. But he he woke up. Um, he, he has it at nine thirty. My stepbrother. So anyways, um, I heard Mary, and I was like, what? Wow. You know, and Mary, you know I we all love her, we love what she has to say, and we love the in, you know the back of foot which it but I felt her pain because I was like in shock, just total shock, and I'm like, how did I miss that last night? It had to have been when I was driving through carver yeah,
1: That's i mean and i and I get why Mary feels that way i she she just goes into these these darker corners that uh that uh aren't aren't really true. <laughs>
2: Jess is really a fan. She's like family. It's like sitting across from a table from someone. You don't even feel like you're talking to a, 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 um, a radio show host. I mean, not that I feel that way with you. I mean, all of you are great, really, quite frankly. Um, but I, I know um, what Mary was saying about the hangups. Um, but I won't get into that. But yeah, so I was just wondering for everybody out there that is stressing out because we love her. So, hug on much. Um, can you make that where so people can like hug her? And yes, I'm going to use the word hug to
1: that call. Well, back. no, no, I'm the not going to do that. That's up to her. No, <laughs> I, that's, that's her call. If she wants to let people hug her.
2: Yesterday caller, I'm talking about the word hugs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's she's but she's yeah. she's going to decide if she wants to let people hug her or not. But yes, when we do that, yeah. have that, she will be there. We'll I'm uh, making sure that I can. Schedule at a time where it works for everybody's schedules.
2: Well, yeah, I know back to school and stuff like that. Maybe 1st of October or something like that. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I know. I know that Dice has got to roll and somebody's got to go. But she knew. She knew this was a um, temporary job. But I didn't really think you guys would roll the dice and let her go. <laughs> that angle.
1: But yeah, it was just when, when we're contracted to carry stuff, we have to carry stuff. There's yeah. not much we can oh, do about yeah. it.
2: Right. I know. I know. Right. It's just
1: it is what it is. It it'd, be, it'd be nice if we didn't have to carry any syndicated programming or anything at all. And we could just have local 24 hours a day. But unfortunately, you know, radio's not in a, at a place anymore where where that can be viable, where we're very financially viable in terms of being able to keep local local people on all the time. I just don't think any radio station can have t- live 24 hours a day local talk anymore. So that so means we. Think
2: that's why the radio was breaking off at 10 o'clock at night all those
1: months. Yeah, it was a satellite issue that has been replaced. I mean, to get really technical about it, there were, like, filters and all kinds of things that had to be added into our satellite dish, and well, uh, and, I, our, and that's been said, done.
2: I even said to everybody, a lot of these, uh, anything that goes up in the orbit affects it, affects anybody's cell phones, anything mm-hmm. of that nature. But now, you know, my conspiracy, I'm like, Mary, I got a conspiracy. I was thinking, like, oh, okay, maybe all those nights they left the time slot off. Um, because
1: they were testing the waters. Nope, it was just a. Uh, I mean, believe me, we don't want dead air. That's that's a, That's the worst thing you can have in radio. But what that was was just some issues with the satellite that the engineer was able to fix. We're still having to be completely honest. We're still having an issue with a couple of hours on the weekend where because shows are supposed to record and then play back and it's not working correctly. But we uh, mm-hmm. we have the technical people working looking into that. But that was just a, a, a horrible issue that. Uh, Took a little bit of time to fix because there was a lot of factors involved in, in getting it right. So, as soon as the engineer was able to fix one problem, he realized that it was something else that might be and the issue. Have so, a
2: Jessica Machado problem.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's a problem to have Jessica a, Machado.
2: Didn't get, didn't get air.
1: <laughs> All right, I got to hold you there just because I got some well, other calls, sure. but thank you for the call.
2: Have a great day. Have you as well. Day. Thank
1: you. And uh, let's go to this call here. You're next. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. You're okay? We'll go to this call. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
0: What's shaking, playboy? How you doing, Lamone? Hey, pretty good. Tell Sister Skitty, hey, mister. Um, I, all right, l- let me say um, something. You know, Bob, Bob Barker, I was going to say Bob Hope, because you Bob Barker. He, he's like one of the last remaining World War II veterans that, that saw actually saw service, you know? And, and so just think about i and I told you earlier this year I said, Bob Barker checked the summertime and he said, oh, Okay, you know I'm I'm very gifted on the things like like Pele, push my pet And anyways, um what happened what I'm saying is like Bob Barker's brother had owned a owned a ho a motel that's not oh, that far away from me. It's called Barker's Barker's Hotel is in North Las Vegas. But what he did, um uh, his brother, his Bob, bar- Bob Barker's brother owns that, the prison. And so bar- after his brother died, Bob Barker used to donate things to prison industries across, across the country. If you ever go and see the the linen or like the, the blankets, the sheets and stuff like that, it says Barker Industries. Oh, wow. That's from Bob Barker. Yeah, and it's like he's been doing that for decades. People don't, you don't hear him talking about that all the many things he's done. And, um, and I just thought that was something that's that's untalked about, and I think it should be shared and plus yesterday you were talking about like um about the like the isaac from from uh, love boat kind of thing, you know, like the the singers, you know ted Lang, you know like like I was? actors jack bang bang singer, uh, the, the kids in school, I'm talking about the yesterday well, there's uh there's these, you know what I'm talking about, right? You about the, I, I about do.
1: It took a little while for me to get there, but yes, I, I know. Okay. All right, so remember, you so see him Ted Lang right there with that right there
0: from, from the show. from. Uh, I Bones. get it.
1: I get it now. Yep. No, okay. Yep. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. Well, so, okay. So, but he, um, so I'm saying that that's something that I've seen for, for a long time, you know, people doing the kids doing that or whatever. And you're talking about them getting suspended. That's just like what happened this earlier this, early this month when these kids are playing cops and robbers out here in Vegas, uh, the, the 10, 10 or 12 kids that were were su- caught and suspended. But, the, you know, the kids that were, the kid, but the police, the ones that were the kids, the police, were, were the, kids, the kids that were the police officers were suspended with pay. So that's a good thing for kindergartners. So, you know, but I think, oh, I also going to tell you, um, this, this December, ABBA is going to be here in Las Vegas, ABBA, hmm. you know, the dancing queen, you know, how long it's been since they've been performing. So they're right. going to be, they're going to be here. I wonder if
1: our and friend so, will show up for that. Do you think she will? I,
0: I would hope my, I would hope so, but he, but it was, that sounds like it should be that right up, right up rally though, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's been MIA for yeah. oh, about two years now, but maybe she'll show up. Well,
0: Oh, maybe. Oh, you're talking about the friend that uh, went to Pahrump? Yeah,
1: our friend in Perump. yeah.
0: Oh, oh. She, I, you, no, I told you. She was the one that brought that there that got uh, that, that attacked him. And I told you that when the uh, paramedics got there to try to rescue him, they said that his face was so horrible. He had such a horrible, horrible look on his face. They said they've seen people that, that, that burned alive that didn't have such a bad, horrible look on their face. That's that's telling you, and she's the one that did that, and mm. and and I told you that I then back to that again. I was the one told you would take over that the spot. You said, "Okay, I'll do that." If you didn't think you would, and you did. That, that's you know. true. You no, know, that's like I'm talking about trying to get you political office. No, I'm definitely, see, definitely obviously. not going for political
1: office. I I do have to hold you there, Lamone, because I got to take a break here. Um, but thank you so okay. much for calling in out there in Las Vegas.
0: So would you would you think your folks would want to go see see Auburn concert? You um, said they might I, come up here, you know. I can. I don't think they're place. going
1: any any soon. But uh, but, you, would you, but uh, would it, I'll, I'll mention it to you them. Here? Hmm? Do you have more chance being here, you here before them? Probably not. Not unless I secure that U two ticket. Well, but, and about, if I do, I'll, I try I'll try let you know.
0: What about the price that I told you that, You know about the tickets? I don't know if there's any more tickets left now. Yeah, I got you. Know, a, I, try, I got you. I got you the price of It's not like. I could pull it, pull it out of my out of my. Uh, back no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working right some. Now. I'm but working I'm, some
1: other sources. I, I know some other people. I'm, I'm trying to trying to secure something that way. But, but again, I got I, really I got to hold you, Lamone. I got to take the break. All right. You have a good day, on, brother. Good take day. it easy. All right, that is Lamone in Las Vegas. Um, it's always a stream of consciousness adventure with Lamone. Uh, I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. 508-996-0500 oh. Hey, I can't find that on the radio. You'll turn to that station. Welcome back. And, you know, uh, we are just days away from the start of the NFL season, and you can catch the New England Patriots all season long here on WBSM. I guess. In Mac we trust, right? Uh, The Patriots will face the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday, September 10th. Kickoff here on WBSM will be at 425, which means pregame coverage will begin at 125. And the New England Patriots on WBSM are brought to you all season long by Shooting Supply. Primacare and d and Enterprises. So you can catch every Patriots game right here on WBSM thanks to our fine sponsors, Shooting Supply, Primacare, and d Enterprises. We'll take some more of your phone calls coming up, 508-996- 0500. We can also take your app chat message and your app chat messages and your open line voicemails on the WBSM app. But right now it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. There is no historical parallel for
3: Hurricane Idalia, which is currently packing maximum sustained winds of 125 miles per hour. Bill Kearney, an environmental reporter with the Sun Sentinel, says the storm surge could be deadly. The winds of this strength can push quite a bit of water, and that area of the Gulf is extremely
4: susceptible to storm surge because the Gulf is very shallow and and flat. So that, that allows the storm to push all of that shallow water, almost like a frying pan, up
3: into the land. The National Weather Service has records dating back to 1851, but can't find any evidence of a major hurricane, Category 3 or above, tracking into the Appalachian Bay. The NWS says Adalia has the makings of an unprecedented event for the region. Some coastal countries are bracing for a storm surge that could reach 16 feet above normal water levels. High tides could be hitting Tampa Bay at the same time as storm surge from the hurricane. The exceptionally high tides, known as king tides, are expected this afternoon in Tampa. And with help from Hurricane Adalia, those tides could break a storm surge record set back in 1985. Resources are being stretched by the American Red Cross as natural disasters continue to multiply around the country. More than 1,500 disaster workers are spread across 25 relief operations coast-to-coast, helping people impacted by recent wildfires, storms, and more. The last of former President Trump's co-defendants in the Georgia election interference case is out of jail. Harrison Floyd posted a $100,000 bond Tuesday. He's accused of harassing an election worker after the 2020 election. Floyd was also charged this year with assaulting an FBI agent who sought to issue a federal subpoena at his Maryland home. The number of job openings in the U.S. is on the decline. New government figures show less than 9 million openings in July, indicating that the labor market is cooling. The number of workers who quit their jobs fell to 3.5 million, the lowest since early 2021. And Burger King must face a lawsuit that claims its Whopper burgers are too small. Mark Mayfield
1: explains. A U.S. judge in Miami rejected the fast food chain's request to have the lawsuit dismissed. The proposed class action lawsuit claims Burger King misleads customers with menu pictures that make the Whopper appear to be 35% bigger and containing twice the meat than what is served. Burger King argued it doesn't need to serve burgers that look exactly like the picture. McDonald's, Wendy's, and Taco Bell are also facing similar lawsuits. I'm Mark Mayfield.
3: And in sports, the Boston Red Sox suffered a third defeat against the Houston Astros last night as part of their four-game series. The score was 6-2. to two. The final game of their four-game series is today at 4.10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Well, we have a few scattered showers lingering around the area. Most of this is out of here by mid-afternoon. And we're going to be seeing some intervals of sunshine and clouds through the rest of the day. High near 77 degrees. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy and breezy. Low of 62. And for Thursday, sunny skies. And what a great way to end our August with a high of 75 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. It is currently 71 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
0: It's okay if you listen in the shower. Just keep it to yourself and don't make it weird. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
1: 960500 or app Chatter open line on the WBSm app. And uh, earlier this morning we were discussing uh, the Somerset policy on talking about guns in school, elementary school, talking about um, knives or other weapons, and uh, making gun type gestures. And I did email the principal of the Chase Street School, and asked if he could join us at some point to talk about this. Uh, I don't know that he can. You know, sometimes it turns into the school department doesn't want individual administrators or teachers talking. They want to have a spokesperson talk. I don't know if it'll be something that can be accommodated, but I did reach out just because I said, you know, we've we've got some questions about this. There's a lot of uh, stuff that's left unanswered here that, I think can help listeners kind of understand what is behind this. And of course, my first question would be what are these incidents that happened that led to this? And why why did it why did it need to be specifically pointed out in that updated language in the handbook? And I'll read that to you again. This comes from the student handbook under threats verbal, nonverbal, or written. It says all threats are taken seriously. Any discussion of weapons, and then in parentheses guns, knives, etc or making shooting gestures, are not acceptable in school. This applies to real or toy weapons. Whether it be verbal or written, an investigation will be done by administration or designee, and police notification may result. Now, this also says that for a first offense, it may range from a teacher consequence to suspension, depending upon the severity of the threat as determined by the administrator, as well as contact with parents for the second offense, may range from an administrative consequence to suspension depending upon the severity of the threat as determined by the judgment of the administration and contact with parents. So they're just laying out what will be the consequences for such an action. And it says, again, may, may range. My guess would be that they're not looking to punish the kids that do this in an in an innocent way in an unintentionally threatening way and let's let's break down why some kids may be threatened by this because here's the part that everybody that's calling in and arguing about uh, about this isn't necessarily addressing And that is, there are kids who would be upset by seeing some of this activity going on. I know. I know you don't want to believe it. I know you want to write them off as being, you know, wusses who just need to toughen up and whose parents need to do a better job of raising them. But the bottom line is, when you have on the news all the time stories about school shootings, there are going to be kids who are nervous in school about the idea of anything gun-related. You have kids who are going to be, uh, that are going to have anxiety about the potential for somebody bringing a gun to their school. So therefore, you have kids that will be upset by something that was probably not meant in a threatening manner, but yet, to them, because of their anxiety about the situation, it feels like a threat. So rather than have to say to the kids that do it, you just made that kid anxious and now, you know, you've done something wrong when the kid was like, I I don't don't know what I did wrong. I, I didn't mean to make them anxious, but I don't know. Instead, you just put the policy down ahead of time before the incident happens. And then you just say, we don't do that here. Your kids will have plenty of other times to play guns, plenty of other times to play army, plenty of other times to play cops and robbers, plenty of other times to pretend to be their favorite, you know, video game character or comic book character or whatever. If you're a good parent, You're having your kids play outside every day with the neighborhood kids and with their friends. And they can play that game all that they want out there. They're just asking them not to do it in school. And those kids that have that anxiety about it won't have to deal with that in school. And if you want to solve the anxiety problem, well, then you've got to solve the school shooting problem. That's that's going to take a lot more work. But you can put the policy in place right now at least to curb some of those potential situations. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
4: Hey, good morning. How you doing? Pretty good. It just reminds me of this finger pointing with like a gun. Or it reminds me of a reef of madness. that come out and just show people smoking a joint. And then they start flipping out, banging on a piano like Phantom of the Opera, pulling their hair out of their head, banging their head on the wall, running around. It's kind of like, uh, you know, taking a 10-pound hammer to kill a fly. It's a complete the complete opposite, theater. by
1: the way, of anybody that I've ever seen partake in marijuana. I've you never seen anybody do any of those things.
4: over the top, and so is this. A uh, kid, you know, it's built into the culture. And when a kid does something like that, you know, you know, these people are freaking, oh, it's a gun, it's, it's a hand, it's a gun, it's a handgun, a literal handgun. Hey, hey don't point your finger at I me, mean, it's got a nail in it, it's got a nail in it. But, you know, it's stupid. It's so stupid, I mean, you can't put extra stupid sauce on the whole thing. And how it came to be and everything else. If these people want to tackle, these so-called educators want to tackle culture, pop culture, good luck. Good luck to you. Because it is all pop culture. It's what you see. I mean, uh, we're going to ban every Clint Eastwood movie where he did that exact same thing, pointing at somebody, not uh, with his hand as well. Well, as I, I don't, I don't, them. I
1: don't think that they're showing kids Clint Eastwood movies in elementary school.
4: Well, that's just it. You just nailed it. It's elementary school. Give these kids a break. Let them breathe. Let them for Christ's sake That's where you make your rookie mistakes is in your, in your grades, uh, kindergarten through uh, eight. You make all your blunders and you learn to grow up and mature then you let puberty come and uh then you get into that mode where your hormones are screaming and everything else and uh you know it goes on and on it's called the cycle of life rites of passage let these kids be will you now if he took that about pointed his finger and I uh, made the gun sign and everything, and then he put his finger in his mouth like I used to do and make the pop sound. Well, now you got something. You got you got something. You got him pointing and he's making pop. Well, now maybe 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 he's sending a signal to somebody don't like. But uh, the thing is, is just to, just to uh, put. it. Well, I and, mean, if and... you run around, you know, like you take a stick, a broom, and you run around like you're riding a horse. Uh, what are we going to do now? Take you to school and say, you know, come on now. And like I
1: said earlier to an earlier caller, how do, you know, how do you differentiate? So a gun gesture is something that you take issue with. But, you know, what if the kid is pretending to be Iron Man and he's like, I'm going to blast you with the beams out of my hands and kill you. Like that's yeah. it's not a gun, but it's still, you know, it's still not you know, still a threatening thing. I'm
4: going to hop and I'm going to pop and I'm going to blow your house down. And that's what these politicians are, a bunch of leather lung
1: idiots full of gas. Thank you for letting me rant. All right. You took some interesting turns there, so thank you for the call. Uh, 508-996-0500, if you want to call in and chime in, why don't I take an opportunity here to take my next break and stay on track? We'll be back in a few moments. (sighs) 508-996-0500. Can 508-996-0500. So uh, one follow-up to a story we had reported on earlier in the summer. Uh, we had had the story, I think we were one of the first to have it, that um, the Peaceful Meadows ice cream stand, the flagship, the original one, uh, went up for auction yesterday. Now, it was announced uh, back in early July, I think it was July 9th, it was announced that the family would be voluntarily retiring, that they were stepping away from the business and that they were going to be putting it up for auction. The auction was going to include the Peaceful Meadows ice cream stand, the dairy store that they have there, 55 acres of land that the that's like the farm right behind it, as well as a couple of houses that are owned by the family that are very nearby. So this was all auctioned off yesterday. And yesterday, the Peaceful Meadows stand, the dairy store, and those 55 acres of land went for $1.75 million to Hornstra Farm, which is a Norwell-based dairy farm and also runs an ice cream stand unto themselves. So this is a place that is a similar concept, model uh, as Peaceful Meadows, who purchased that land and purchased that property and the business. So I think, and again, I haven't had a chance to talk to the owner, John Hornstra. Uh, I had reached out yesterday when I called. He was still at the auction site, which is not a surprise. I'm sure there was all kinds of paperwork to fill out and everything. And the it was actually the Whitman police that put it up on Facebook. That's where I saw it first. And so as soon as I saw it, I reached out to Hornstra Farm just to confirm that it was true, that they had purchased it. Not that I don't believe the police, but, you know, just to make sure that the information was correct and to try to talk to John Hornstra. And uh, Allison Hornstra called me back and said uh, he's not going to be able to talk today. He's obviously getting a lot of media requests and that he would be inviting anybody who had questions to come to his Hornstra Farm today at 10 a.m. And he would address those questions. Obviously, I'm on the air till nine. We're talking about Norwell. I'm not going to get all the way out there in time, so I I just said, well, thank you. I will um I'll keep an eye out to see if there's any any quotes or anything. Uh, and they did say, well, you know, we'll we'll try to send you you know the audio of what he says to people, so we can update the story that we have at wbsm.com with that information when it comes through. But my guess, and and they didn't really want to get too much into this yet on the phone, but my guess is that they're gonna basically make this a second location of what they're already doing or continue on with what has been a Peaceful Meadows. Uh, it's not going to be, they're not acquiring a, a competitor to take them out of business. <laughs> they're looking to utilize that uh, to, to, to further keep it alive and to keep this going, which the farm itself, the Peaceful Meadows farm has been around since 1920 and the ice cream stand has been around since 1962. Hornstra farm has been around since, the, you know, it's been around for about 100 years. Uh, they did move it from where it originally was to they took over a, a non-operational farm back in 2009, I believe. And so now they run their operations out of that. And that allowed them to get back to, to actually making their own product as opposed to just distributing product. And, uh, and Hornstra Farm is one of those few remaining dairies where you can call and get home delivery milk. I thought about doing that for years, but I couldn't find anybody that would deliver out to me in Wareham. him. Uh, but that's, you know, something that I found to be an interesting option because we went through a lot of milk in my house when my son was younger. He That's all that he drank. He didn't like soda. He didn't like juice. He drank a lot of milk. And now he's, you know, six foot four. So it must have worked. But I always wanted to have a place that would deliver fresh milk and it seems like that's what Hornstra Farms does. So uh, it's nice that there's still some of that out there. You can read more about that at WBSM.com and on the app. And like I said, uh, if we get that information, the, those quotes from John Hornstra, we will update that story. Right now, though, i to take my final break of this. And you know that every day we like to save you money at seesthedeal.com. If you go there, there's always great half-price deals to all your favorite restaurants and other deals that pop up as well. And we love being able to save you money. We love being able to give you the chance to try new places without having to spend a lot of money to do so and that's why we always have great new deals. We've got $25 to Dough Company for 12.50. We've got $25 to What's Cooking